Well, good Saturday morning, everybody. It's the 21st of August. And my title today is Inner Strength for Outer Problems. I think one of the problems many of us have is we expect things to go easy or even well for us because we're Christians. Like knowing Christ is going to put us in a no-trouble bubble, and everything's going to be lollipops and cotton candy. We should have all we need and more. A nice home, a happy wife, a happy life, all because we know Jesus. Well, and we live in America. Then, when trouble comes along, we interpret it as God punishing us, and we see ourselves as the red-headed stepchild whose life is going to be miserable. We learn to escape the stress with an increasing number of sexual fixes, only to find that porn and sex have us under its addictive power, and sooner or later our whole life is going to blow up. So, Where's this abundant life I'm supposed to have that Jesus promised? Well, let's back up and listen to what Jesus told his disciples the evening before his capture. He says these prophetic words, These things I have spoken to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take courage, I have overcome the world. Did you hear that? Jesus said, in the world we will have tribulation. Look at the start that the first Christians had in the book of Acts. They did not all find themselves living on easy street. None of them experienced that. Their leaders were arrested, and then... Their leaders were arrested again and beaten. Stephen, one of the original 12 disciples, gets stoned to death, and then a great persecution began, and everyone scattered to other regions of Judea and Samaria. And then we read about this guy, a Pharisee named Saul. We read, Saul began ravaging the church entering house after house and dragging off men and women, and he put them into prison. See, our problem is we equate what Jesus promised as the abundant life to be life without problems. We interpret struggles and painful things in life as coming from God because he is disapproving of the way we live and he's punishing us for our bad behavior. So we only want to create more separation between him and ourselves and between us and others. And we need to be getting close to others to find help and support, but we don't because we're ashamed. Our punishment for all of our sins, let me repeat that, our punishment for all of our sins has already been poured out. It was Jesus, his sufferings at the hands of the Romans and the Jews, being imprisoned and beaten all through the night. He was nailed to the cross and was 
hanging there to suffocate to death as the hours slowly passed. To have that moment when the Father had to forsake him, and then for Jesus to experience death, not for his sins, he didn't have any. That was the punishment he took on himself for all of our sins. He died in our place. He died for my sins and yours. When we are experiencing problems and sufferings in this life, we're actually told in Hebrews 12, 7 through 11, that a loving father disciplines his children. And God disciplines us not to punish and harm us, but to help us. And that's exactly what James writes in James 1, verses 2 and 3. Quote, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything, end quote. You see, discipline is a good thing, and it's designed to help us stop doing the things that are harmful to us and to others. Discipline makes us stronger. It helps us grow up, become more mature. It teaches us perseverance or patience, and it literally makes us stronger on the inside, in our core, our spiritual core. Inner strength is its design. It is strengthening us at our core so that regardless of what is happening around us, we can stand strong and not lack anything. Inner strength, that's what God wants to create in all of us. One of the fruits of the Spirit is actually self-control. If we're daily walking in the Spirit, we will not be fulfilling the desires of our flesh. We will be saying no to sexual sin and temptation because we're growing stronger and have an increasing amount of self-control coming from the Holy Spirit. So four things we all need to do every day. Number one, I offer my body to God as a living sacrifice, as we're told in Romans 12, 1 and 2. I offer him not only my body, but I offered him everything that I have, because everything I have, he has given to me. Second, I ask the Holy Spirit to fill me and influence me, so that I'm walking in the power of the Spirit with him guiding me through the events of my day. Third, I pray on the full armor of God, exactly as we're told to do in Ephesians 6, 10 through 17. And fourth, I remain connected to a small team of other men with whom I'm communicating every day. Which is exactly what we're doing in all of our online support teams. I strongly, my friends, I strongly encourage you and hope for you to join me as my guest in one of our online support teams and see yourself becoming more mature 
and complete in Christ within a community of other brothers who are struggling with the same issues we are. Just email me, doyle at me.com. God bless you, my friends. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great weekend in the Lord. And we'll talk again on Monday. Take care and goodbye.